0: Well, well, you just, when you thought you could pack up your daughters, pack up your sons, pack up everybody, guess what? I'm back. Yep, it's season number 12, and you believe it's now a dozen seasons I'll be doing this. Well, I got plenty to talk about right now. The first uh, thing I'm going to talk about is the guys on my hat. And I want to show you something here. It's best to accessorize this old p- hat. Because see? Look. Look at that. Whoever thought there was duct tape. With the SU logo on it. But apparently there is. How about that? Nice way to accessorize. Alright. Enough about showing you my bad haircut. First let's talk about the opening game for the orange the orange for the first time in about 21 years is ranked in the top 25 in season polls dino baber's breakthrough season precipitated it but now there's a few questions eric dungy was one hell of a leader for the orange the last few years but now, it's all a new, all in the game a new way. Because Tommy, don't call me Danny DeVito, is now the quarterback. But let's just say he's got a plethora of weapons at running back. Moniel, Abdullah Adams, Jarvion Howard, and others. And also, a pretty good wide receiver core. But in their opening game Saturday night in Lynchburg, Virginia against a university that only formed 50 years ago by the Reverend Jerry Falwell, SU kind of looked a little antsy on offense. We took on the Liberty Flames down in Lynchburg. And let's just say, for a university that only jumped up to Division I football last year, they were pretty game on defense. SU kind of looked a little, you know, inconsistent at times. DeVito kind of looked inconsistent at times, because let's just say he he wasn't on the same page. (laughs) Oh, wrong page. Guess I got to read the next novel. Click. Oh, well. Sometimes he overthrew his receivers. Sometimes he underthrew them. Sometimes he was just confused and got sacked. The running game wasn't consistent, too. Let's just say it was consistent enough. That he got two touchdowns out of it via Jarveon Howard and Abdullah Adams. And let's just say Syracuse was kind of lucky to escape. But let's just say the defense looks pretty stout. And I don't mean stout for a dark beer. Well, a big 24 to nothing win to open the season there for the Orange. But now we got to get the consistency and we got to get it back on offense. We gotta get on the same page, DeVito, cause it's now down to College Park, Maryland, to take on our old friends, the Terrapins, who busted out 79 to nothing over Howard. Of course, Howard's the FCS school out of Washington, D.C., and of course, you don't have the elite recruits with Howard like you do with a Division One team. All in all, good way to open the season, but some concerns on offense. We gotta get going, because let's just say, I'm ready to watch you kick some ass against Clemson. And that will be a sellout. That will be homecoming. And that will also be the retirement of Tim Green's jersey. And let's keep praying for him, because you know he's battling ALS. Fight on, Timmy. I heart's with you. But now let's talk about the Bills, shall we? Because let's just say Brandon Bean and the powers that be have made a lot of moves in the offseason. They signed a whole bunch of free agents, had a pretty good draft. In fact, Buffalo was the busiest team during the offseason in the NFL. Because they had to shore up a porous offensive line. And they had to shore up a wide receiver core. That didn't exactly have elite wide receivers. But let's talk a little bit about the offensive line, shall we? Making some big signings. Mitch Morse, who is the, the considered the best center in the NFL. But I mean, it's been co- concerning because he's been out all of the preseason with a concussion. Uh, his fourth concussion in his career. Although they say he spit, you kind of wonder. Is he going to start doing Morse code? It's a, it's a message. What? In code. Yeah. What is it? Oh, boy. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't hope it, that doesn't come to what it is. Of course, it could be. Beep, 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 beep. Get out of here. Well, let's talk about other ones, shall we? Quentin. The rain on the plane falls mainly in Spain. What? The rain on the plane falls mainly in Spain. I think we got a troublemaker here. What? This wingnut giving Spanish weather reports. Oh, he's gonna shore up the line. And John, don't call me Jose Feliciano. Cause let's just say... He's gonna light the fire underneath the offensive line and hopefully we'll sing Feliz Navidad when we take care of the Patriots. And of course, our big steal in the draft, Cody, I'm not Chevrolet, Ford. Oh, who called it Chevrolet anyway? Of course, that's how you properly pronounce it and Ford ain't fix or repair daily. It's a good car. But we did some working on the offensive line. We also did some work for the wide receiver corps. Yes, John Smokey Brown. Well, why is he called Smoky? Is he emanating it from his ears? Maybe that's what happens when he's thinking. And also Cole Beasley, who comes from the Cowboys, who's going to be an excellent weapon for Allen. And let's just say this Cole is hopefully going to make slaw of uh, uh, enemy secondaries here in the NFL, if you know what I mean. And of course, Mr. Allen is back at quarterback. We've got the weapons there for the Bills now for him to succeed. Let's hope he can get on the same page. Of course, the big thing is LaShawn McCoy, no longer a Bill. Of course, they were pretty loaded with who they acquired through free agency. Yeah, we got the old man, 15-year veteran, 36-year-old Frank Gore, the fourth all-time leading rusher. He's still a viable option out of the backfield. Let's see if his 36-year-old legs can do the job. And of course, Devin Singletary from Florida Atlantic, who he picked up in the draft. He looks like a winner. And TJ Yeldon, the running back from Jacksonville, who's a viable receiver out of the backfield. All that precipitated Lashawn McCoy moving on to Kansas City, where I kind of have a feeling that maybe he might be in line to help hoist the Super Bowl trophy. As let's just say in my mind, Kansas City is the strongest team in the NFL right now. With gunslinger Mahomes. And of course, will he have his six guns or will he have his 45? But of course, the defense was shored up through free agency in the NFL draft. And during the preseason, we showed uh, Buffalo's defense looks like among the best in the NFL. Let's keep it. Come on, boys. We made a whole bunch of acquisitions. It's time to dethrone the Patriots and Brady, even if he is in his 40s and still shows he can play. Sooner or later, father time's gotta catch up with Brady, if you know what I mean. I don't want to see him hoist the Vince Lombardi trophy again because I'm getting sick of it. And last but not least, I'm going to talk about the local football situation. Seems as though the New York State decided to go with its public high school athletic association, to make the teams in the state play with their same class throughout the state, and the sec- that goes for Section Five and all of them. So Miners in Waterloo aren't playing their traditional rivals in their divisions. And I mean, one look down Miners' schedule, look at who they're playing. Caledonia-Mumford, Avon, Wellsville, Letchworth-Warsaw. Wait a minute. What is Miners doing playing a team from Poland? Oh, I I digress. They're the team from the county seat of Wyoming County. Why are they playing somebody from Wyoming? Isn't that the smallest of the 48 contiguous states? No, wait a minute. That's the rural county in the southwestern part of the state. But I digress. Instead of traditional rivals, they're playing them. Of course, a couple of traditional rivals are going by way of eight man football, which seems to be taking over some of the programs. And that is troubling, because participation in football in all sports is dropping. And that is troubling. Who wants to watch eight man football with its video game style scores? Pew, pew, pew. That's Defender, not football. Of course, look at Waterloo, Dansville, and Attica. And hopefully they aren't going to invite Al Pacino to come, because that would be a dog day afternoon if that happened. No, don't start chanting, Attica, Attica, Attica. Who knows? Maybe it might be good. Maybe we can get people interested in it again. But what happened didn't happen that I'd hoped. Waterloo and Miners would play each other. Apparently not. Oh well. It's going to be an interesting high school season. And that's all I gotta say right now for my opening weekend of uh, my show for the 12th season. Of course it ain't a weekend. It's Tuesday. But I digress. I'm Ken Haas. And that's my story for this week.